What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks. Today, Junior, hey, hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It's hump day. It's July the 12th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 894 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, why they will be joining me on uh, for the birthday game at the end of the second hour today. Let me tell you something. We've got another great show for you today. Joining us here in our first hour is going to be our regular Wednesday guest, Michael Martin. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, he is actually getting on a, a jet airplane right now to fly from uh, RDU to Atlanta. So uh, he came in last night, and uh, we, we knocked out a we knocked out a nice little forty five minute or so segment. Man, we talk about a little bit of everything. We talk golf, which you know he is our resident golf expert. But we also talk about a bunch of other stuff too. We talk about uh, we we recap our interview a couple of weeks ago with Cameron Beeman. I've got a lot of feedback from that uh, from the former North Lenore star baseball player who and a just great golfer. Uh, who won the uh, member member over at Kinston Country Club, uh, I guess a few weeks ago now, but he joined us a couple of weeks ago and he talked about his uh, cancer journey and he talked about a lot of stuff. And I'm telling you, uh, we've had a man, I, I, humble bragging here, I guess, but we've had a lot of great guests over the last, I don't know, two, three, four weeks or so. And uh, well, other than me being off last week, of course, <laughs> but, uh, I've got a lot of feedback. A lot of people have said they really enjoyed that interview, man. That was all Mike Martin. I mean, he was the one that, uh, set up that interview and it just, it, it it's one of those, <coughs> you have a pretty good idea that a guest is going to be a really good guest, but you just have no idea because it was so awesome. And that is exactly what the deal was with, uh, with Cam Beam in a couple weeks ago, but I want to thank Mike Martin for that. But we talk about that uh, last or for uh, today's show. Uh, we talk another big thing. I've had a lot of people ask me, and I know he has too, whether uh, he's going to run for city council. You remember he ran a couple of years ago uh, talking about Mike Martin for uh, city council. He gives us the definitive answer to that. You'll get that. Uh, we talk about the current candidates too. Uh, I've got to admit, I, I know a couple of them. Because of you know them being incumbents with Sammy Aiken and with uh, Pearl Hardy, but uh, the other two candidates I really don't know that well. Well, that's something we're going to rectify over the next few weeks here uh, on the on the Brian Hanks show. When I get back from vacation, anyway, I go on vacation as you know, and I know I talk about it a lot. But uh, July twenty first, we're going to be gone until like the beginning of August. But when I get back in August, we're going to be getting all these candidates on. Every filing will have closed by the time I get back, and uh, I really look forward to. Talking about all them, but uh, Mike and I talk about them a little bit. Uh, what little bit that we know, and then we just talk about a bunch of other stuff, too. You know how it is when Mike gets in here. Uh, we talk about Junius, uh, all the stuff he's gone through. It's just a really good conversation. I think you're really going to like it, and you're going to hear that in about 10 minutes, uh, 12, 13 minutes from right now. But uh, that's our first guest here in our first hour. How about our second hour? Man, we have got a treat for you. I am absolutely telling you we've got a treat for you. I'm so looking forward to this. It's a guy that I've been trying to get on the show for a couple of years now. Uh, in fact, we started the show in 2019. I think I started probably in early 2020 trying to get him on the show. He's just a, he's a legend here in Kinston. Uh, it's, I, let me tell you, for, it's Leo Lockhart. And if you know Leo Lockhart, I know Shane Albee right now, if he's listening, his ears just perked up. And, and pretty much everybody's. Leo is a great guy. Awesome referee. I mean... Let's see. I think he referees everything. I'm not sure he's done football. We'll ask him about that, but uh, just a, a great basketball referee. I mean, probably the best basketball referee in Eastern North Carolina. He's got the awards to show for it, too. But he uh, referees volleyball. He uh, he does baseball. He's a great baseball umpire and official. 
And uh, like I said, I, who knows what all else. I can't wait to pick his brain and find out all the other sports that he's refereed and umpired and officialed and all that. But uh, when you see Leo Lockhart walking to your basketball gym or your volleyball gym or on the baseball field, you know you're getting ready to have a, a very well-officiated game. Uh, I just I think the world of him. Like I said, I've been trying to get him to come on the show here for a couple of years, and I think I, fi- I finally broke his wheel. <laughs> He's going to be coming in here live on uh, in our plush well-lit studio here on Whitehall Drive. Uh, me and Leo Lockhart to start the uh, second hour. And then uh, in that hour, we're also going to talk. I, I forgot to do the uh, Billy Moore, but wait, wait, there's more. Not Billy Moore, Billy Mays. Billy Moore, I worked with him at the Kenson Daily Free Press. <laughs> but uh, no, but wait, there's more. Uh, we're also going to take a few minutes in our second hour to talk to the head coach of the Kenson Post 43 baseball team that's going to open the second round of the American Legion playoffs tonight. In Pitt County, Ty Eason. Uh, very excited about that, too. Uh, I've already told Leo he's going to have to help me uh, interview Ty. We're not going to go that long with him. Uh, probably five to seven minutes. Uh, they're coming off that big uh, win over Wilson in the uh, first round of the American Legion playoffs. And the second round begins tonight at Pitt. And very excited to see what uh, what Kenston's going to do in that. And can't wait to have Ty Eason on. So, that's what we look like today. Michael Martin here in our first hour in, in about 10 minutes or so. In our second hour, Leo Lockhart, the legend, Leo Lockhart, and then Ty Eason in our second hour. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, buckle up. Let's go, okay? Uh, again, I, I, I in my little script thing here, I got to tell you, congratulations to Kansas Post 43. Very excited that they are going to be playing in the second round of the state playoffs tonight. And, uh, again, that's going to be a Pitt community college. The game starts at seven o'clock. And, uh, if you can get out there and support Kenson, please, please, please do that. I know they will appreciate it. Uh, Junius update, uh, still, uh, right around that $27,000, uh, dollar mark, 27,280. I think, hold on. I'm pulling it up right now so i can give you the update it's kind of slowed down a little bit uh they they made the uh the twenty five thousand dollar goal yep it's still at 27 280 um it's really going to help the family thank you a lot and if you missed monday and tuesday i'll just uh, recap real quick and tell you i visited with junius on uh sunday spent about three and a half four hours with him on sunday and just had a blast man he's he is making progress. It's not as quick of progress as I would like, as I have said uh, both days, uh, Monday and Tuesday of this week, but uh, he is making progress. He's able to communicate a little more. He still can't speak, but uh, they've got the little board where he can point to the letters and uh, and help us out there to, to get into his mind what he's thinking. Uh, they had a surgery last week uh, to uh, take some fluid off his brain, and it was successful, uh, and he is. He is improving now. I'm the guy, and I'm sure many of our listeners right now are the same way, that we just want him to just turn around and just every, you know, be back to the way he was, you know, three months ago, four months ago or whatever, and, and it's just not going to happen. It's, uh, I'm, I'm not that – I mean, eventually I think he's going to get there, but it's not going to be the quick response that a lot of us want to have. And this is one of the things I was telling him when I was visiting with him on Sunday was that uh, – I don't know how I'm going to do football season, man. I mean, I know that, uh, you know, myself and Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith and Paul Whittington, we're still going to call games for you. In fact, beginning on Friday, August the 18th, which is what? (laughs) God, five weeks from Friday. But I just depended on Junius so much. He, you know, the research that he would do, uh, he would do, you know, come and do our games and be our guest at halftime or even keep stats during the game and all that. I'm just going to miss him. I I really am going to miss him being at the games and not just for that. I mean, he's my friend too, but just starting a football season for the first time in what, 10 years, 10 seasons without Junius out there is, I'm having trouble wrapping my mind around it. I know a lot of you are too, uh, the folks that I've talked to who just love Junius and want to do something to help him. If you still want to help him, the best way to do it, go to my Facebook page, go to my Twitter page, and it's pinned at the top of both of them. You can donate some money and help. I know there are some organizations as schools getting started. Uh, there's some schools, some organizations that are wanting to uh, get together 
and uh, do some fundraising type stuff for him. And hey, I'm here for it. I mean, let's do it. Uh, I think I remember, uh, and I, I'm not trying to put pressure on anybody, but I think I remember Parrot Academy. Maybe it was Matt Beeman or one of the folks out at Arundel Parrot Academy talked about uh, doing something for him and wanting to put an event for him together. I know that uh, uh, the volleyball coach over at Aiden Grifton, she's wanting to do something. Former South North star Nicole Corn, and I apologize, I don't remember her maiden name, but or I mean her married name now. I just remember her as young Nicole Corn over at uh, at uh, South North High School. I know she contacted me, and they want to do something. I think they're going to donate. Uh, some money from a game or something. So if you want to do that, that would be awesome. And let's remember, please, 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 please. I know, and a lot of people have come together, 277 donations uh, on his GoFundMe page. His family appreciates it. Let me tell you, his mama just cries every time I see her or talk to her. She's so thankful and grateful for everybody. But uh, like I said, let's not forget, Junius, as the, the season begins, uh, as uh, the 23-24 uh, sports season, uh, academic year begins. And uh, let's do what we can to, uh, to, to honor him and to uh, help him and his family out. But uh, there you go. Uh, again, uh, again $27,280 raised from 277 donors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am saying what Junius can't say right now, and I know he really does appreciate it. Again, the good news is he is improving. He has been moved. I, I, I buried the lead here. He's been moved out of his uh, uh, neuroscience room at Duke University. They've now uh, put him in rehab. He uh, So he's going to be there for a period of time. I don't know what that's going to be. I'm thinking it's going to be about a month to six weeks or so. Uh, as he's going to be doing speech rehab, walking. He's basically having to relearn a bunch of stuff after the brain surgery. So uh, just uh, keep throwing the prayers up there for him, and uh, he's going to continue to improve. I know that. Okay, down Eastwood, i tell you what, before we jump into that, let me thank a couple of our sponsors here. And I want to thank our title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. It's Lenore Community College. For 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal cultural and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you to Lenore Community College, R- Richie Honeycutt, all those folks over at Lenore Community College for uh, for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, again, we wished her happy birthday during the birthday game yesterday, but happy birthday to the lovely and talented Richie Honeycutt. Hope you had a good day yesterday, Richie. Hey, I also want to thank Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's where you should go to. I'll tell you a quick little Spence Automotive story. So, Linda and I last night, uh, after we got all our stuff we had to get done, we wanted, we decided to go up and try uh, Riley Southern Goods. And uh, I don't remember the whole name of it, but it's just uh, right there in LaGrange. Uh, and had never been before and decided, you know what? We need to go try that out. And man, we had a blast, but let me tell you to, to circle spent, uh, Keith Spence and Spence automotive in this. So I stop and get gas, uh, what, right outside the Walmart here in Kenston. And then we're driving, uh, up 70 to get to LaGrange, turn the air conditioner on. As you remember, it was 92, 93 degrees yesterday. Air conditioner doesn't come on. Fan doesn't start. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And and let me tell you something. Linda was looking good. She, you know, was looking beautiful. But, man, then we started sweating. And so I get on the phone with Keith. So, yes, I'm taking my car to Spence Automotive this morning to find out what's going on with my air conditioner. Now, I did kick back on eventually, but there's something going on with my fan there. And, you know, the first call I made was I called Keith Spence at Spence Automotive at 252 686 he said, bring, bring the car in this morning, and he will take a look at it, and he'll get everything solved with that. That's what you should do, too. Uh, your air conditioner quits working. You need a new set of tires. If you just need an oil change, give Keith Spence and Spence Automotive a call at uh, 252-686-5011, and I promise you he will take as, as good of care of good – okay, help me here. English is my first language, I promise. He will take as good care of you – 
as he does of Linda and I and Paul Whittington. And I'm telling you, if you don't take your car to Spence Automotive, you're taking it to the wrong place because he definitely 100% takes care of you. So thank you, Keith. I really do appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Downey's Wood Ducks, they are off until Friday. They are 9-6 and six right now. They're still in first place in the Carolina League North. A uh, big weekend of giveaways. As you know, today is Wood Ducks Wednesday. Don't have anybody on for the Wood Ducks today, but it is Wood Ducks Wednesday. And uh, just as a reminder, Friday night, it's going to be a scout night, and there's going to be an Avocados Beach t shirt giveaway. They're going to be playing as Avocados this weekend. Uh, uh, Shane Albee will tell us more about that when we have him on the show tomorrow. Uh, and then on Saturday, there's going to be an Avocados bucket hat. Uh, and Mar- uh, Bucket Hat Giveaway and Margaritaville Night, and then Sunday, Dogs and Dogs Day at the ballpark. So a very busy weekend of uh, great things taking place over at Historic Granger Stadium. For tickets, go to woodducksbaseball.com or visit the team's box office at Historic Granger Stadium, and uh, you'll be happy with that. Hey, congratulations to the Kenston Wingmen last night. They won. They beat the Red Springs Air Force 12-9. They had a six-run, sixth inning to uh, win that game there now 13 and 12 overall they have a busy week they continue uh tonight they're at the brunswick surf and turfs and then they're back home tomorrow night thursday uh, as they take on the clayton clovers they're off on friday and then on saturday they travel to clayton to take on the clover so your chance to uh, see the ken kenston wingman is tonight or i'm sorry is tomorrow night tomorrow night thursday night against the Clayton Clovers. I think I already told you, I think the playoff game, the first playoff game uh, in this second round for post-43 is tomorrow night, and I'm going to try to do the double tomorrow night. Go see uh, the Kenston Wingman over at LCC at 5 o'clock, and then uh, go see uh, post-43 in the state playoffs uh, tomorrow night at 7 at Kenston High School. Uh, don't forget, Alumni Weekend is this weekend all over Kinston. I uh, was hoping to get a guest on here. I've been trying to get a couple of guests to come on here to talk about it, to promote it a little bit. Hopefully, we'll get that tomorrow or Friday, but uh, I'll let you know as we uh, get to that. And Matilda the Musical begins this weekend at LCC. Performances Friday through Sunday, and then next week, also Friday through Sunday. For more information, visit lenorecc.edu backslash Matilda. You can get your tickets there. And uh, I believe Linda and I are going Sunday. Isn't that right, Linda? I think we're going to uh, Sunday's uh, performance of Matilda the Musical. So uh, hope to see you out there. Man, got to brag about, uh, before we get into this interview with uh, Michael Martin, got to tell you, man, I've got some great guests coming up later on this week. Tomorrow, making her day. It's just been debut week all week as uh, – Today, we're going to have Leo Lockhart. Uh, tomorrow, it's going to be Jennifer Schrader. Uh, after we have Shane Albee on in our first hour, my good friend Jennifer Schrader, former uh, former managing editor and acting editor of the Kenston Daily Free Press uh, back in the middle of last decade, one of my favorite people in the world. I don't know why it's taking me so long to get her on. She's now in LaGrange, Georgia, and uh, she's got she's got some uh, some thoughts about things here in Kenston. As you know, she dedicated a lot of her professional life to here in Kenston. Uh, now I'm going to prepare you, especially for my my guys and my listeners at a little bit right of center. Uh, she's a little bit left of center. Okay. So, uh, she's got some, uh, opinions that you're, you may or may not agree with, but I tell you what, she's passionate about it and I love her to death. Can't wait to have her on. That will be on Thursday. Let me tell you something. Friday's show. I can't wait. Paul Whittington in our first hour, right? As you know, I mean, he always brings the, he always brings the smoke. That's going to be awesome. But then in our second hour on Friday, and I have, I got to tell the guys that are going to be a part of this, Craig Hill, Nick Harvey, the second Jay Wilson. We are going to hold a Kenston basketball draft. The four of us, we're going to draft each one of us are going to draft, uh, five starters and then two reserves. We're going to do it in a snake draft type, uh, fashion. And that's going to be fun. We're going to be doing that live on the air here on this Friday in the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to have a blast. I cannot wait. We're going to have uh, Linda's going to go pick us up some Lovick sausage biscuits. We're going to sit uh, just sit around here in my office uh, eating Lovick sausage biscuits 
and uh, drafting the best teams. And then we're going to put those teams up on Facebook. And you, dear listener, are going to get to decide who has the best team here. Is it going to be Team Craig Hill, Team Nick Harvey, Team Jay Wilson, or will it be Team Brian Hanks? And you might as well go ahead and pick mine because you know mine's going to be the best. So, man, what a way to uh, – and then next week. <laughs> We've already got uh, next week almost all the way booked uh, as Jackson Massey will be joining us on Monday. J.J. Smith, a brand-new podcast that is going on down at the beach. Uh, in fact, I'm going to be on his podcast. We're taping that today. Then he's going to be joining me Tuesday of next week here live on the show. Uh, and then on Friday, on Thursday, it's our 900th episode of the Brian Hank Show. And as you know, we always have Brian North on on all those uh, those days that we have uh or those shows that we have the we had them on our very first show we had them on our 50th our 100th our 250th our 500th our 750th and now on our 900th show brian north will be joining us we'll also have some other great guests for you next week. we'll have all our regulars mark panicelli richard clark uh mike martin shane albee and paul whittington but uh and then uh as i, I feel like i need to remind you because we're going to be gone for two weeks i don't want you to think i've left you dear listener but uh we'll be doing that uh, Linda and I going on a well-deserved vacation. I know you're saying, well, you just got it back off one. Yes, you're right. That was our vacation appetizer, but we'll be gone, uh, July, uh, 21st through, uh, August 6th. We will be back for that Monday, August 7th. And then when we get back, it's just going to be a flurry of activities. We're getting ready for the high school football season and, uh, the Kent's Lenore County sports hall of fame ceremony. We, it just, it, so many great things happening here in Kinston and Lenore County. I'll also be doing a PA for the Little League uh, Softball World Series in Greenville. So we'll have a bunch of guests on talking about all that great stuff. So listen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Brian Hanks show. And uh, I tell you what, I told you I uh, had a chance to uh, sit down with Mike Martin. Usually he's in here live with us on Wednesdays. He's on a jet airplane right now flying to Atlanta. And uh, so uh, we, uh, about 12 hours ago, we sat down and uh, recorded this interview. And I guess if I would uh, get it ready up here, that would be the best way to uh, get this ready, right? (laughs) And as promised, joining us here in the plush, well-lit studio here on Whitehall Drive is the man, the myth, the legend. It's Michael Martin. It's the car guy with the bow tie. It's, uh, what other nicknames do you have, dude? Ah, uh, that's sufficient. <laughs> that's sufficient. Uh, okay. that big Mike. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. Okay. Juvenile. But, um, <laughs> Juvenile. glad to be here. Glad to be here. It's a big day in the day of golf. Uh, PGA tour, uh, had their congressional hearings today and, um, Got to see Richard uh, Blumenfeld flex before uh, the Senate subcommittee. It's always good. I think he mentioned on three different times about meeting with the PGA Tour in his home state of Connecticut. So I, I, I feel like the people, the good people of Connecticut will probably hear that in a campaign ad at some (laughs) point or another, but, um, you know, it's always a, um, an interesting time when sports and politics intersect. And, uh, I don't think today was any different. Um, Jay Monahan was not there. He's still, um, recovering from whatever, health issue it is that has could it could it be hurt feelings uh, you know he's tender <laughs> if it is because he's been out a while but he has announced that the monday of the open championship um at hoy lake will be his return and uh i would be willing to bet that that press conference will be an all-time press conference he's going to be up there for a, a minute uh because there's been a lot that has transpired since he left, um, but you know it, it, it's been a, a, a an interesting time in the last few weeks with a game of golf. Um, you know where this is the week. Uh, it's the um, Barracuda, I think, is the championship this week. Where is it going to be played? I'll have to check on that one for okay. you. Um, but uh, it, this is the the time that I told you about where it'll be a pretty weak crowd because. Most of the guys on tour um, will be heading over to play the Scottish Open, 
which is, you know, it, it's a great uh, event to prepare for. Um, actually, no, it is a Genesis Scottish Open, and then the Barbasol Championship is uh, is the other tour event this week, and that is in the great state of Kentucky. Okay. I would have lost that bet. Barbasol, <laughs> with all the beards in Kentucky, wouldn't you have thought the Barbasol would have been in the uh, clean-shaven state? You know I mean? In a northeastern state, North, probably. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that that's... Um, I think that that would have uh, would have made sense, but yeah. So you'll have the Scottish Open where the guys will be prepping for the conditions that they'll see in the in the Open Championship um, in in in, a, in another week, and uh, and then those who won't be uh, who won't qualify for the Open Championship, they're playing in the Barbasol. So that'll be uh, that that'll be an interesting. Uh, an an, inter- yeah, exactly. It's an interesting opportunity because you get to see some guys that uh, that that don't necessarily are not on the forefront, and it's a good opportunity for some guys who, um, you know, who are trying to make a name for themselves to break through. You know, we've had a lot of interesting um, winners in the last few weeks with uh, Keegan Bradley winning and uh um, Sepp Straka won over the weekend. Swedish guy, he's the most southern Swede you'll ever meet in your life. He, uh, I think his family has lived in the United States for um, for most of his life. I know that he he's part of the group of guys who he's a Georgia uh, graduate, and um, a lot of those Georgia guys stick together. And um, it was an interesting story over the weekend. Um, they were talking about the guys who played um, who played the tournament last weekend who who were Georgia grads were all sharing a house and whoever won got to pick up the bill for the house so uh Substraka probably had a fairly significant bill <laughs> and uh and I'd be very curious to see if his, he got a security deposit back. So I would imagine those boys from Athens probably had a good time <laughs> down there. I mean, up there in Illinois, it was the John Deere. You mean golfers would tear a house Ooh, up? Well, you know, <laughs> there there generally there there's generally a lot of cold drinks in the uh, in the golfing world, um, and I would imagine that those guys are no different. But it's. Uh, it was a great tournament. Um, you know, Brendan Todd, uh, another uh, – Brendan Todd, I think, is a Georgia graduate also, and Alex Smalley, who was a, a Duke graduate. Uh, they were in the final pairing. Um, Sepp Straka went out early, and he had a chance to, to post 59. He, um, he was 11 under after 14 holes, and – Going into 18, um, he, he hits a beautiful shot in the fairway and is, um, yeah, I think he. Is he, it par 70 or par 70? 71, par I okay. think there. Okay. Yeah, 71. And uh, he pulls a seven iron into the lake. Makes, it, makes a double bogey on 18 to shoot a uh, 62. But uh, in local news, it was right in the middle of a terrible thunderstorm here in eastern North Carolina, and I'm watching CBS's coverage, and they go to the weather center. Nothing worse for a sports fan. Look, all the meteorologists out there, I love you guys. You are great. Are they? But there's (laughs) nothing worse. There's nothing worse. Then, you know, to be watching a great sporting event on the edge of your seat, you're watching this guy, only 12 59s in the history of the PGA Tour, Sepp Straka um, on, uh, and I'm driving home, rushing home, getting so the house. So you can watch the end right, of it, yeah. Getting the, I'm listening to it on PGA Tour radio on Sirius XM, pulling in, running the house, turn it on, and they go to weather coverage. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. So I, I have told, we've got a, you know, Brian North, don't you? Uh, very, yes. Yeah, I do, North's I do. one of my, one of my boys, man. He's a good guy. And uh, I, I pick on him about that all the time. But guess what? He's on our side. 
And like if something will be on Fox, which is, you know, the ABC sure. affiliate yeah. or yeah. not affiliate, but the ABC, uh, you know, attached to WCTI Correct. or on ABC itself, I'll message him and like, dude, you <laughs> got to get this off. Yeah, get this off. <laughs> and he's got some pull. He's yeah. actually done it before and uh, on a weekend and called and, and got that fixed. So, well, uh, well so hey, he's on our side. The sports guys are on our side. WCTI, okay? I mean, they, uh, but they have the, uh, the first ballot of all first ballot uh, meteorologist Hall of Famer Skip Waters. I mean, I, yeah. I, Skip well, no, that, was, yeah, that was ABC. That was yes, WCTI. Right. Yeah. yeah, and Skip was the best. And um, I, 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 Brian and Skip worked together. I'm pretty sure oh, a lot, yeah. probably 15, um, 20 years ago. Yeah, and um, gosh, has Brian been there? Brian has been there. In fact, our 900th show is a week from tomorrow on Thursday, the right. uh, the twentieth. And uh, he's been with North Ice is my boy, man. I mean, sure. he's been with me forever. Sure. He was our very first guest awesome. on the Brian Hanks show. He was our on our hundredth show, our two fiftieth show, our five hundredth show. Now he's going to be on our nine hundredth show too. But uh, yeah, he and uh, Skip worked together quite a bit, and that's one of the things that. Oh, you were asking how long he's been here. He's been here since like nineteen ninety six. Wow. So he's been here what twenty seven years now, I guess. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll be on Wednesday morning eight ninety nine. Yeah. Buddy, I can bring this whole thing down. I'll get the FCC in here. We can bring this whole thing down. You may not make it tonight. No, man, don't do that. Don't do that. Listen, uh, I did want to give you, and again, we're just going to be all over the place for the next 30 minutes or so. And I wanted to thank you again. I thank you before we started recording. And in the interest of full disclosure, I'd like to let people know we're recording this uh, Tuesday night uh, in the 7 o'clock, 7.30 window. So about, 20, about 12 hours before we would be live. Uh, you're not going to be able to be with no, us. I'll be live. traveling in yep. the morning. Um, yeah. I'll be uh, be uh, flying down to Atlanta, and uh, so uh, work pleasure. Ah, uh, both. Okay, both. I'm going to go down and help my beautiful wife, Michaela. She is uh, she's actually already down in Atlanta, and I've never gone to America's Mart and uh, worked one of the shows before. So I'm going to go down and. Um, and and work through the weekend with uh, Totally Gift, uh, subsidiary of uh, Transpack, a wonderful company. If you're into gifts, everyone should be. Uh, check them Linda out. Linda likes gifts. Well, look, babe, we can fix you up. We can fix you up. So. But, but I wanted to uh, just uh, call back to... Uh, I keep wanting to say last week's show. It wasn't last week's show. It was two weeks ago's yep. show because we were both on vacation. Absolutely. I do love the the thing, and I know I'm getting all over the place here, but you messaged me, I think, a week ago, Tuesday. like, hey, are we doing a show tomorrow morning? <laughs> I'm like, I'm on vacation. You said, I think you I were. Was, I was in Emerald Isle um, enjoying the <laughs> Crystal Coast. And, and then uh, I, But I told you, hey, I'll call you at 720. We'll talk for 40 minutes about sports. I would have enjoyed it. It would have been great. It would have been great. But, uh, but I got to give you credit, man. Again, uh, it was two weeks ago. Uh, Wednesday, not two weeks, uh, not last week because we were both on vacation. But, dude, I have gotten so much feedback. It's one of the most listened to shows in 2023. But uh, you haven't Cam Beeman on. Uh, and I don't know what your feedback has been, which I'm sure it's been strong. But I can tell you on my side, dude, I, I'm not exaggerating. At least, I was going to say a dozen, at least 10 people have come up to me and said, I really enjoyed that interview. And to every single person, Mike Martin, I've told him, I didn't square that away. That was Michael Martin. Not only is he the car guy with the bow tie, he is the guest who brings guests with him, okay? Well, but, you, so thank you. Thank you again, okay? Well, no, and, and um, fortunately, the the uh, July 3rd, the Monday before the 4th, I was fortunate enough to play golf down at um, Star Hill where uh, Cam's dad, Carl Beeman, is now the, the golf professional, and Carl uh, – Carl expressed his gratitude and, you know, I told him, I said, it it was, it was really a pleasure to share that story. And I I think golf, unlike a lot of other sports, lends the opportunity to share the story of, of the common person because most of the, you know, most Sports are team oriented, and, and when you have the individual aspect of a sport, you get to know the uh, the personal side of that individual. You know, looking at uh, Wyndham Clark a few weeks ago winning the U.S. Open, and the amazing story, you know, him losing his mother and things like that. But you know, it, and then to, to tie it in with something here locally, you know, Cam Beeman and Nate Perry winning the. Um, 
went in the member member here at Kenston Country Club after uh, those who know Cameron um, ha- has battled cancer in the last year and and overcame that. And, you know, not everybody beats it. And, uh, and, and you know, so it, it was really special. And uh, it, it's just it's great to share a positive story in, in Eastern North Carolina. And, uh, and, and those of you who uh, have not listened, go find the link on, on, on our social media and, and listen to a story of hope, a story of optimism, a story of a guy who just didn't didn't let it get him down, and uh, and kudos to Cameron and, and Nathan for winning the member member, and uh, and it was great. But you know that's um, and that's what this is about. You know, it, it, Wednesday mornings is two guys getting together to to talk about sports and life and what what's really great about calling Eastern North Carolina home and, and and the community that we live in. I think, Brian, I, I think you'll echo. We live in, yeah, we live in the greatest community there is. I wouldn't trade living in Kinston for anything. We, uh, we, we've got gr- great things to offer and, and great people and great stories. And, and I just appreciate you allowing me to be on here with you and, and us cutting up. Dude, it is absolutely my honor. And like I said, I mean, uh, even the the spot that you're feeling. I mean, we've been doing this for a year or so with, uh, you know, daily guests and with, you know, what's happened with Junius. And I don't know if you heard earlier this week, I was actually, I was able to spend some time with him this past Sunday okay. and uh, actually spent about four hours with him this past Sunday. Awesome. And his mom just left us alone. We sat in there and I talked to him. He's still not able to talk yet. Well, I mean, and it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while, but uh he, but just to see the improvements he's made. But I guess my point that I was trying to make was you have just came in, you filled that junior slot, and well, and, that, I, and I and I appreciate you doing that, and uh, I know he does too. I well, does and, too. and in full disclosure, you know, the Junius's family, Junius, uh, if you get the opportunity to hear this, brother, I'm just keeping this seat warm. Uh, this this is your seat, and uh, I I long for the day that. Uh, you feel it, and I'm I'm bumped out of this seat because what you've done for for our region uh, in terms of sports coverage is unparalleled, and, uh, and 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 we can't say enough great things about you. Say, Amen, dude. I couldn't say it any better, and I just I appreciate you. Okay, let's. Uh, I don't even know where we're gonna go from here. I did want to ask you because you are of my five guests through the week. You are my Kenston connection. You're a former candidate for Kansas city council. Yeah. You, I didn't tell you, we're gonna, but filing started this past Friday sure and did. I have had a couple people ask me and I want I, you, I don't think you've directly addressed it. You've joked about it a little bit, but is uh, Mike Martin going to throw his hat in the ring for uh Kinston city council, 2023. I, I, I can unequivocally, <laughs> yeah, without any hesitation, tell you absolutely not. You are running. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm running far, far, far <laughs> away. Not, you know what I mean? I tell you. But it, why it, is that, dude? I well, mean, you put together, I thought you put together a pretty good campaign uh, when you ran. I mean, you didn't win, but I thought you put a pretty good campaign together. It was I a just, lot of fun. It, I had a great time running. <clears throat> I had, uh, it, it was a, a very educational um, experience in terms of, yeah, learning about um, how our city works. Uh, it was great. It was a great experience in getting to meet people that I have had never and probably otherwise would have never gotten to meet. But, um, you know, it's just the the byproduct of running and, um, and you know, and getting to see – the other side of the political sphere, sphere, not spear, um, not throwing anything at anybody, <laughs> but you know, getting to see the other side of it, and um, yeah, it, in in all honesty, the the bitterness isn't necessarily the right word, but um, the ugliness that it brought out in myself mm. um and um yeah the disappointment 
in, you know, you know, not getting the turnout that you would hope for and, and things of that nature. Yeah. And, and then honestly, um, you know, when you get to see how the sausage is made, sometimes, you know, it doesn't make you want the sausage as much <laughs> as it did. Dude, at that's time. a very good analogy. That's actually but, a very good analogy. You know, it, it is. And, and, uh, you know, put a lot of strain on my family and I, I mean, Michaela and Lily Grace and Bella, you know, they, they have to be a priority in my life. And, um, and, and in addition, the, the strain that it put on me, um, you know, as an employee, I mean, while at no point, um, did I ever neglect my responsibilities, your, your, your time is torn. And even the time you are there, you know, you have things in the back of your mind. Um, you know, it, when you know you have a, a, a town hall meeting coming up, you're thinking about the questions you'd be asked. You're doing uh, research, you know, research and, and yeah. things of that nature. And, you know, I just, I, I feel like um, I, I gave it a shot. Um, well, you know and what? I, it's and, something a life experience said. How oh old are you? Gosh, 40, I'm 46. You're 46 at 20 years from now. You yeah. can look back and say, you know what? I did it. I threw my hat in the ring back in, well, you know, 2021. And, you and know, I can happily, I can happily say that I, I did it with the best of intentions. Mm-hmm. I went into it because I love the city of Kinston. Um, and, and ironically, my belief system uh, and my political values don't really differ that much from uh, the candidates that won. Um, yeah, Councilman uh, Chris Suggs and um, Councilman Robbie Swenson, I mean, two of the best of the best in terms of, of serving our city, um, the best of the best in terms of putting a positive um, face on the issues that face the city of Kenton. And, and I think they are probably men who vote with um, integrity. Mm-hmm. And, and I think they serve us well. Well, and I agree with everything that you just said. I, but again, I guess the breaking news here, the flashing breaking news thing is Michael Martin will not be running in 20. Now, you're not going to do what uh, B.J. Murphy did to me back in, let me if I can remember the year. I think it was 20. Let me do my math here. Let's see. 21, 17, 13. I guess it was in 2013. Uh, I'm down in Florida before I'm going on a vacation. Okay. With Tina and we're going to, to Disneyland actually. Nice. And so I asked, uh, BJ who was, I guess, wrapping up his first term as uh, mayor that year. And I'm like, dude, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm talking to him face to face. You are not going to run for mayor. You're not going to No, I'm not running for mayor. I'm not going to, I said, and I mean, look at me, Michael. I mean, I'm looking him in the I eye. Die. I'm like, I you're die. telling me I'm not running. And he says, I'm not running. I said, okay. Yeah. We get in the car, we head to Disney, uh, and then on the day, it's uh, Friday, the whatever, I don't remember the date, but it was 13. Friday, <laughs> probably, probably, <laughs> but it was a Friday about, uh, I don't even remember, I think we were already at the park, maybe, and he calls me, at, the deadline is noon on that Friday to, you know, he calls me at 9 o'clock or 9.30, he's like, Brian, I <laughs> kind of chuckles a little bit, like, Brian, I hate to do this to you, but... Uh, uh, I, you know, oh, I've prayed and I've talked to my family and spiritual advisors. Yeah. And, uh, and we're and I'm going to run. I'm like, you, I didn't say I didn't right. curse him, but, but I had to get back to our hotel and put a story together because I think it was in the summertime. You know how filing is. It's in the you summertime. You got out of line for the teacups? I think I got out of line <laughs> for the tea. Dude, that's good. I like that. Wait a minute. I got out of line for the teacups and had to hurry back to my hotel and then uh, file the story that, you know, indeed, indeed, he is running. So, indeed. I guess I say all that to 10 years later. Indeed. Are you doing this to me, Michael running. Martin? No, sir. No because, chance. Well, when is the filing ends a week from Friday? Guess where I'm going to be a week from Friday? Bye. On a jet airplane on my way to Seattle, Washington, okay? Guess where I'll be a week from Friday? Where? 
nowhere <laughs> near the near board of the board of elections. <laughs> okay, no well, chance. Okay, no chance. Hey, we're on record now. You know that, right? That's right. So when you decide and you turn around, and I'm like, uh, we're going to replay a, this interview here. Do you have a Bible in here? I'll put my <laughs> hand on it. I mean, no, no sir, I'm out. I'm I like out. it. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate that part. Well, let me just ask you, uh, if you want to, uh, just uh, the people who have announced for uh, office. Yeah. Point, two yeah. of uh, the incumbents have announced in Sammy Aiken and uh, Pearl. Antonio Pearl Hardy. Yep. Uh, and then a couple of new candidates. I've got to admit, uh, Barbara Seaforth. I know uh, she is uh, the late Keith Seaforth's yeah. uh Doc, uh, widow, yeah, Doctor C. Forrest, yep. widow. That's right. I've seen her in places. I don't. I got to admit, I don't know her that well, though. Uh, tell me what you know about her. Uh, but look, I mean, I know that she's the widow of Doctor C. Forrest, yeah. and uh, that is about the extent of it. And uh, you know, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go, go on the record and say that Sammy Aiken mm-hmm. and Pearl Hardy. Yep. Both incumbents, I guess, uh, treated me yeah. incredibly well. That's awesome. When I ran, mm-hmm. um, always had a kind word to say, always were uh, uplifting and, and praised me for my efforts. And uh, I, I happened to see both of them on the at the Juneteenth celebration over at the African American uh, Music Park, which... Uh, full disclosure, it was my first visit to to that park, and what it is an amazing, amazing, <laughs> amazing uh, park. It was great, and uh, you know, I I really I feel like that is a an incredibly underutilized piece of property within our city. But we need to have a party there. Something there, I mean, there I needs mean to be that. something we should broadcast live. Ba- I mean, let's I do it. Love it and have but, a band um, out there. Yeah, and it'd be great. Yeah. But um, so much history there, and, and yeah, you know, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the Juneteenth celebration. I enjoyed walking and 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 visiting with so many of the vendors and uh yeah seeing so many people but I, i've got to say both pearl and sammy and, and mayor hardy as well came up spoke um you know we chatted about i mean the things you chat about yeah. the weather the you know the crowd the vendors well, how was the crowd I, th- I thought the crowd was great. Okay. Yeah, my understanding was it may have been a little lighter than in years past, but it was my first, um, my my first Juneteenth uh, celebration, and, um, and and I can happily report that I will visit again in the future. I was uh, home alone; my family was were traveling, and um, they were down in Wilmington, and so yeah, it was a great opportunity for me to to go over and. Some good food trucks. Some good food trucks. Uh, <laughs> I, I killed the Italian ice truck. Yes, it was sir. Great. And uh, and and bought a a, a a nice young person an Italian ice. It was the cutest little kid. And um, he, he and his mother were at a booth, and I asked her. I said, "Can I go get him?" And yeah, it, it was just great. It was that's, good that's fellowship awesome, and uh, um and good experience. And I'm I'm so happy that I was able to participate in that and um and yeah it was great i love it well pearl hardy uh sammy aiken both incumbents and uh of course miss uh mrs seaworth seaforth another candidate that i gotta admit i'm not that familiar with uh just announced yesterday or i guess on monday because we're playing this on wednesday morning so she announced on monday nikisha williams uh i think she got a key to the city if i'm was it she i I think i don't know but she announced on monday that she was going to run and when you look at Facebook or, or you know, when folks post this, and I'm friends with her on Facebook. Sure. I, I didn't realize that, but uh, evidently uh, a lot of popular support for her too. Do you, I, I got to admit, I don't know her that well. I, I'm not familiar with yeah. her as well. I, and I may very well be, you know, I, I may know her and, and just don't, it, the name doesn't, doesn't ring a bell at this point. And you know what I like the best though, Mike Martin? What's up? And again, I admit, we've both admitted, I don't know her that well. You don't either. I'm assuming we'll get to know her over the I next part, along with the so. other candidates too. But here's what I like the most, Mike. Three seats. We've already got four candidates for it. And we're not, and we've still got what? Another week and a half of uh, filing to go. A big name in there that is not announced yet. 
Felicia Solomon uh, incumbent. I'm wondering if she's going to run uh, for city council again. You have, I, I guess I could, we could call her and ask her, and I'll probably do that before I leave for vacation myself a week from Friday. But, but we will uh, not do it live on the radio. We will not do it live <laughs> on the radio. You're absolutely right. But I'm, I'm curious if she's going to run because that would make it five candidates. And I've heard a couple of – Dude, I keep it. Like I said, I was wondering about you. You've unequivocally said you're not unequivocally. Running. I've really. I wonder about Zach Holcomb. I think. Uh, I think he may be considering a run for it. Uh, but those are the two names that I'm thinking of right now. And I think honestly, Mike, I think we're going to have a couple of, a couple of other names that are going to pop up there, and I, maybe I most, that we, we're not ready for. I, I most certainly uh, expect that, and um, and you know, and good on whomever uh whomever throws their name in there and i think that there's not enough credit given to those who um make the sacrifice to to run um i i think that uh that that it's to be respected that for you to care enough about where you live to make the sacrifices of your time um and, and the impact that it has on on your families um kudos to those who choose to 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 attempt to serve and um and and i think it's going to be an interesting election cycle uh look forward to to chatting about it yeah, we at, will at you and i are going to count on us doing that every, every wednesday. wednesday here's what i'm thinking what do you think about this maybe uh say the six weeks leading up to the election this would be fun to do on Wednesdays. Maybe have a candidate. We'll talk to them once a week. Are you? I'm what down. Do you think? I'm down. For I sure. like it. For I, sure. well, well, I'm sure. not married to that, but uh, I'm really thinking that would be kind of neat to do uh, leading up to the election. But again, you know, and you alluded to it that, you know, you really do. You open your life up. You open your fan. It's not, and it wasn't just Mike Martin that was running. It wasn't just what to your Chris Suggs running, right, or Robbie right. Swenson it, running. It, it's your entire family. It is. It, and, 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 and the strain that it puts on your relationship with those whom you are running with or against, I like to say with, because I wasn't there to to denigrate or disparage anyone who. And listen, was, I, I, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you and say this too. I will, you know, you and I've been friends for several years now. And I remember when you, when you made the run a couple of years ago, I didn't one time off the record on the record anywhere, Mike, did I ever hear you say, don't do this or don't do that. And I, I, I don't know. And it hurts my heart a little bit that someone might, might try to allude to that you were negative during that process. Cause you really weren't dude. And I mean, this to say, and I'm not just saying that cause you're sitting across from me. I would well, say this if you weren't sitting across from me, you were very positive the entire time during your campaign. And, and it, that's one thing, and especially at this local level, at this municipal level, we don't need negativity. Do no, we? I mean, because here's the thing. It, there are enough people out there that are going to say bad things about the city of Kinston that those of us who love the city and those of us who are out, you know, preaching the virtues of this great place that we call home, you know, we don't need to be infighting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree. We need I agree. To, we, we we who love Kinston need to present a united voice. Um and, and that being said, it doesn't mean that everyone's gonna agree with what I say, nor am I necessarily gonna agree with what someone else says, but because you don't agree doesn't mean that you don't respect and care for um those those you disagree with it just means at that point you saw a different path uh, for for where things were going. That being said, we're approaching. This is a Ryder Cup year, so you know <laughs> I love it. We're, say, we're Mike not, Martin, surprise, surprise. Mike Martin is segueing from politics to golf, but go ahead. I love it. Ain't every chance I get. Um, <laughs> so. September 3rd, the United States Ryder Cup team will be announced. And so for those of you that don't know, um, Zach Johnson, uh, winner of the Masters, um, and and a couple of other majors, I, I think my mind is uh, blank at the moment, son of Iowa, um, 
is the uh, the captain for the U.S. Ryder Cup team this year. The way the Ryder Cup works is, uh, yeah, it's the U.S. versus Europe, and um, it's the top six are automatic qualifiers. So there's a point system, and the top six are automatic qualifiers, and then the captain gets to select six additional players. So and where do we stand with the six right now? So, who are the, so, if, it's, if it was so, right now, who so would it top be? six today, it would be Scotty Shuffler, nice, Wyndham Clark, Brooks Kepka, live player, Xander Shoffley, and Patrick Cantlay are the top six at. No, let's see, and Max Homa. Okay, I can talk about golf, but I can't count. <laughs> top six: Shuffler, Clark, Kepka, Shoffley, Cantlay, and Max Homa are the top six as it stands right now. So just for the purposes of this conversation, the following six would be Kagan Bradley, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Cameron Young, Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler. So that's your top. If if Zach Johnson were to, he has to take the top six. If he were just to take the next six in terms of points, Justin Thomas would not be a member of this year's Ryder Cup team. And Justin Thomas is, he's one of my favorite golfers. Um, I think he's one of the most talented players on tour um, and and a big, um, he's been a big producer for the U.S. in the past in terms of points. Um, his Ryder Cup record is pretty strong. He and Jordan Spieth have paired up really, really well. And um, and so it, it, a few interesting things, you know, if looking at the top 25, uh, Brooks Kapka is the only live tour player in the top 25. Um, you know, I personally have a really hard time. I have a hard time seeing Zach Johnson not taking Justin Thomas, I feel like unless, yeah, Justin Thomas's game has fallen on hard times. He he has struggled um, mightily, yeah, in the last probably two months. But you know, I got to believe that yeah, his game will round into form. Um, One of the interesting things about Justin Thomas is his dad was a PGA Tour professional. Uh, I'm pretty sure his grandfather as well. And I think that um, that his dad has been, you know, his his primary coach um, since he's since he's been a professional golfer. And yeah, you, know, you start to wonder um, if uh, you know if, if if maybe getting another set of eyes to to look at things might be a good choice, you know, but. Um, you know, he had a pretty good week uh, two weeks ago, I think it was. And, you know, it, and and he said this, you know, he's like, yeah, my wife came in and told me, you know, get back to playing the game because you love to play the game. And, and I think that's a really interesting thing in sports. You know, when you think about, like, I had a, I had a great afternoon this afternoon, um, the Mills family came in and, and, and we did some business together and Ashley and Katie Mills have one of the coolest Cameron Mills, just the cutest kid. Um, and, and Cameron and I were playing ball together and while they were doing some paperwork and things and, um, Ashley was started talking about how competitive he was. And I was like, you know, that's really great. And uh, now, how old is Cam? Cam is going into first grade. Okay. And uh, so, but I mean, it, we're, we're throwing a, a soft baseball back and forth. I mean, kids got a great arm and Ashley's like, you know, he's so competitive. We play horse together and he gets so mad if he, but, and Ashley's like, you know, I, I make him, he has to make five in a row before he can go in from playing ball and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It, it, and I, I, I started thinking about it and um, like keeping the love of the game at the heart of it is so important. Yeah. You know, last night I watched a documentary. Um, 
and, and it, it actually reminded me a lot of Kinston, but it was uh, Football Town USA. Okay. And, and Got to be in Georgia or Alabama, right? Shockingly, no. Rock Hill, South Carolina. I'm very familiar with Rock Hill, Eight. South Carolina. So the three major high schools in Rock Hill, South Carolina, each have, at the time of this documentary, eight NFL football players from each of those high schools. Wow. Um, yeah, Jadavion Clowney probably being one of the um, – and actually, oh, gosh, what's the um, defensive back for the uh, Patriots? Um, golly. Anyway, it, it, but – Did it, they name an island after him? That's the one that's – Revis. Darrell Revis. Darrell no, Revis? no, okay. it wasn't. It's, um, it, this is a current <sighs> player. Um, but it, anyway, it, it, it's um, – but you know they were talking about the and and they were interviewing a, a young man who currents um, Jevion currents okay who he was a freshman starting for you know whatever the most prominent team in Rock Hill was, um, but he was uh, starting cornerback as a freshman for this team and. It was really interesting. He and his father, his father's assistant coach on the team, as I think many, many are, unfortunately or fortunately, yeah. But um but yeah, Michael Strahan was doing the interviewing and, and he kept coming back to, you know, do you play because you want to be the player that your dad wasn't fulfill your dad's dreams or are you out here because this is what you love to do? And yeah, I think that that's a really important thing. And I think too often in sports and especially a solitary sport like golf, where you're alone in your thoughts most of the time, um, the, the love or the joy of it can be sapped out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and in a sport like golf where aggression can be counterproductive, um, it, it can play a, a huge impact on on your ability to play and play well. So, you know, I, I do think that um, I, I do hope that, that Justin Thomas can bounce back. Yeah, some other names that are among that. I got to tell you, we're up against the clock. Uh, we always are. Yeah, we right? always are, I know, but we are up against the clock. So, uh, uh, Well, so look, uh, yeah, a couple other. Dude, 45 minutes goes by just like that. Yeah, we we, we can do it. Okay? We can do it. But, yeah, a couple other guys I think are interesting to look at for this team. Uh, Tony Finau, mm-hmm. uh, who is, you know, has some Kinston ties. He's uh, related to Grant Jones and his wonderful wife. I didn't um, know that. True story, man. True story. Uh, you know, Adam Shank has been playing tremendous golf lately. Um, you know, Denny McCarthy, Kurt Kitayama, you know, also guys that have been playing some great golf. So it'll be, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Zach, you know, ends up deciding uh, for those six other spots. Um, just like, us as a municipality will be deciding, you know, for the three open spots in November um, to bring it back. But you know, it, it's um, you always tie it back together, Mike. It, it's a great, it's a great time, you know, in in the world of golf, um, and and it's a great time in the city. Of one thing I did want to, one thing I did want to run by you. What did you think of the Home Run Derby? It's not my thing. Is I guess, and I can't really give you a, an unbiased or biased opinion on it because, uh, seriously, Mike, it's just not. I watched some of it and I enjoyed the the kid from uh, Seattle that hit forty one. Yeah, who just it was an effortless swing. Yeah. He didn't look like. I mean, no, he wasn't he working really his didn't. body. I mean, no, it, he, I think he wasted a lot. Well, not wasted, but yeah, he didn't need to hit forty one in that first round I, to make it to the next round. I tell you, somebody. It, the first year of this format, I thought that I really liked it. I, I'm not a fan. But when you – so, um, oh, gosh, the first baseman for the Mets. Uh, Alonso. Yeah, Pete, Pete Alonso. Alonso. Yeah. I mean, great home run hitter. Yeah, to put him up against the kid the from – hometown kid. Yeah. In the first round. I mean, and, and to basically waste 
you know, I liked it a lot better when you got 10 outs or whatever it was and let everybody go up there. Or, or even better than that, if, you go, if you're going to do eight, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, if you're, you're going to do eight, take the top four to go to the next round. You know what I mean? What yeah. was it? There were two others that were right before the kid who hit 41. It was 28 to 27. So the kid who hit 27 home run, I keep saying kid, but the player who hit 27 home runs yeah. didn't even get eliminated. It gets eliminated. And he yeah. had the fourth most home runs coming out of that round. It, anyway, it was. It, it was. But, you know, I, I think it did. Um, I think it did highlight some 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 guys that, you know, maybe you don't know as much about. Um you know, Luis Robert from the White Sox, yeah. uh, you know. Well, I didn't even know the kid from Seattle. Oh, uh, really? I wasn't no, that familiar yeah. with him. I, I, Julio, um, Julio Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, and, I, and I don't really know, I guess just picking up a little bit here and there, but, um, yeah, he's a tremendous talent. Uh, the kid from the um, the young man from the Texas Rangers, uh yeah, he. I could. Yeah, he didn't he, come up through Kansas. Yeah, so I no, know he didn't. Um, but you know, Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. winning. What a cool story. You know, um, makes you think back to a guy who had some Kenson ties. You know, Cecil Fielder and his yeah. son Prince Fielder, um, who, who interestingly, you know, young Prince Fielder. Got a little heavy at, at one time, a little, as well as myself and, <laughs> and myself. <laughs> and, and, you know, he went on a, a vegetarian diet. So, um, I was thinking maybe our man, you know, Duke alum, um, shout out to, uh, hall of fame, bad boy, Scott Whittington, <laughs> huge Duke fan. I, you know, I think, uh, I think his boy Zion, might should consider some. He should definitely consider alternatives to and, meat. Uh, and being faithful to one woman. I'll just leave it. Hey, Mike, 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 Mike. I'll leave it at that. Okay, Michael Martin. Always fun. Have, have a safe trip to uh, Atlanta. ATL. ATL. As, as people are listening to this right now, if they're listening to our 7 a.m. show, you are on a jet airplane, right? Yep, I'm leaving on a jet plane. I love it. Mike, thank you so much, buddy. Good to see you, brother. And we're back live now here sitting across from me, the great Leo Lockhart. And uh, I, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am. As I've told people several times, how long have I been begging you to come on this show, dude? Brian, it's been probably two and a half years at least. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, finally deciding to uh, to come in here and talk to us. I mean, Man, so many great things that have happened in your career. We can't wait to break all that down, and we're going to be doing that. We're going to uh, talk to you about uh, your career as a referee. We're going to talk to you about – I want to get some good insight on Paul Jones, you know, the, the Hall of Famer and all that that you played for, but we'll be doing that in our next hour. So thank you for listening to the first hour of the Brian Hanks Show uh, presented by Lenore Community College. Coming up here in our second hour, the great Leo Lockhart, uh, Ty Eason, on the second hour of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.